You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I don't know. Moving on. Let's, let's get into some more bad news here. MLB uh, Network finally finished up, you know, just to send us off into this weekend. Uh, they're top 10 at every position we actually recorded an episode you know thinking that uh cal raleigh or assuming cal raleigh would be on the top 10 he's not we assumed luis castillo would be a top 10 pitchers being on this list they're not how do you feel about that right now well the catcher one is a big surprise to me um by looking at the other names i feel like cal is has definitely showed himself and his talents this last year and kind of came out, played a lot more games, and is a better player than a lot of those guys in the top ten. Yeah. Uh, Ninja, what do, you, what do you think about – let's start with – let's start with uh, Cal Raleigh not being in the top ten. What are you thinking about that? I'm trying – I need the stat department to back me up, but I think he hit the most home runs as a catcher last year. He did. Yeah. He threw out the most base runners as a catcher last year, or he was up there. I know. At least he was percentage up wise, he was the percentage best. wise. Yeah. He was the best. I just remember that. I was trying to look it up right now, but if you have those two things, were important like, stats of being a catcher, mm-hmm. defensively and offensively, you're no doubt. Yeah, but I mean, let's just look at the list. The stat department has gotten back to us. Uh, can you read? Can we get the top ten on the from the stat department? Yeah, you got it. So for the catchers here, we've got at number one, going one through ten, we've got JT Real Mudo. Number two, Will Smith. Not that Will Smith. Number three, Adley Rushman. Four, Sean Murphy. At number five, Wilson Contreras. Six is Alejandro Kirk. Coming in at number seven, we got Travis Diarnod. Diarnod. We'll take either. At eight, we've got... Salvi Perez. There you go. Nine, Danny Jensen. And at 10, last not least, Tyler Stevenson. Okay, I already have issues with a lot of these names on here where I feel like Cal should be, you know, halfway top up this. Top four? Yeah, top four, top five, top six, top seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, let's just start with number 10. Tyler Stevenson, Cincinnati Reds, and Danny Jansen, Toronto Blue Jays. And if you're keeping track here and you know your stuff, we have two fucking catchers on this list from one team and you don't put Cal Raleigh on here. A team, I may add, that we took out in the playoffs. I understand Alejandro Kirk, okay? Talking about Toronto Blue Jays here. He made the all-star team. He was, was he, he may have been even the starting catcher, I'm not sure. But Danny Jansen, good hitter, played what, 75 damn games last year? You know? What did Cal Raleigh do? I don't know. Carried the Mariners, you know, at the end of the season. Caught 18 innings with a broken thumb. 
you know, put the Mariners into the playoffs has the home run that, you know, I would say rivals, you know, the feelings that we had of game five when Griffey slid home, the, the, you know, with the Edgar double, it just doesn't seem right. I know the guys on MLB all had them on the list, but the shredder, the shredder did not put them on there. How do you feel about that, Hanson? Well, yeah, I know Cal started off the season not with his best numbers as far as average-wise, and that hurt him going into his overall numbers. But throughout the year, he hit very well. Like Ninja said, hit a lot of home runs. But defensively, I just put him up against uh, Alejandro Kirk and what he was able to do with throwing out guys. I mean, there's just a big difference there, and it's just – I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see all their metrics and what they actually looked into. Ninja? I'm looking up stats. I'm getting, you know, I understand Ruamuto had 21 stolen bases. That's crazy for a catcher. He's how valuable we are, to, you know. But everyone after that, uh, you know, Will Smith had 25 home runs, it says. I don't understand why Kyle Raleigh is not coming up on this fan graphs like home run leaders. It just doesn't seem right, especially if you're MLB and you're looking for a name. I guess the computer doesn't care about big moments. It's just going off in of numbers here. This guy was clutch. I mean, how many, you know, game-tying home runs, how many game, uh, you know, breaking it open home runs did he have? He had a, quite a few of these coming off the bench. I mean, this dude's just a gamer. He's a switch hitter. Uh, the shift's going away, which makes his value from the left side shoot through the damn roof. He only had 370 at-bats last year. You know, he started off at batting like 150. He ended the season at, at like, you know, 211, whatever. But yeah, I mean, he, he, dug himself out of, he dug himself out of a big hole. Mm -hmm. But, like, comparing him to, like, not a top 10 catcher, it's, it's crazy. It's cool. You know, see, seeing that, like... He only had 370 at-bats, and I guess he tied for the lead with 27 home runs with the, uh, the Varsho from, from Arizona, you know. But if you look at – I was looking at, you know, contact rate and bad swing rate and, this is, and the, the defensive stats, and it's, it's just crazy. It is. Well, and the thing of it is, too, without having Tom Murphy there, I felt like he never really truly had a backup. I mean – At all. At all. I feel like he played – I'd be interested to look to see how many games he started. He played the rest of the end of the year with a broken thumb. Yeah. A broken thumb. That gets no 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 grit points given away on top of whatever the stats say. I just there's Love no justice. You, big yeah, there's no justice for Big Dumper. i d I'm just shame on you, Shredder. Uh Luis Castillo. I don't know. One of the more dominating pitchers in the second half of the season throughout all of last year. Obviously, did great in the postseason. Not on this list. Uh, stat department, can we get this list to us? Yeah, let's talk about who is on the list. Yeah. So right now for starting pitchers, again, one through ten, we've got at number one, Corbin Burns. Corbin Burnson? Oh, Corbin Burns. Okay, sorry. Corbin, thanks for the fact check. Corbin Burns. At number two, we've got Justin Verlander. At three, Carlos Rodon. At four, Max Scherzer. Five, Sandy Alcantara. At six, Shohei Otani. Seven, Max Fried. Eight, Zach Wheeler. 
At 9, Jacob deGrom. And at 10, Julio Urias. Well, I will say that the starting pitchers isn't such of an outrage of not having Cal Raleigh on there, but I still feel like there's not enough what have you done for me lately on this list. What do you think, Hanno? Yeah, I mean, having Jacob deGrom on a list like that who hardly played last year is suspect to me. Um, maybe if they're going off of stuff, and I would understand that why they would put Jacob deGrom on that, as far as just stuff-wise goes, Luis Castillo is, has the great stuff. He might have not had the numbers like some of those guys did last year, like Verlander with winning the Cy Young and stuff like that. But if you're going to put DeGrom in there, I think I could see uh, Luis Castillo definitely is an, in the 9 or 10 slot. Yeah. I, I'm i just looking at how many of these teams, too, made it in the playoffs and how many didn't. Obviously, they they don't care about this. So maybe the, the postseason stats weren't in there, but he was, you know, pretty dominating in the postseason, you know, in the – what did he get? Two starts only, but you know t- he pitched against Toronto and he pitched against Houston and didn't give up much. Well, shredder, you need to get your shit together. Yeah, and the, and the, the shredder, you know, is this shredder from the Ninja Turtles? Is he is he an antagonist to the Mariners? It sounds like it to me. spent the first part of the show on on some negative stuff here's some positive stuff here's some positive spin uh luis castillo who we're talking about guess what not going to be pitching in the wbc for team dominican republic how's that make you feel hanno i mean as a mariner fan that's like that's very very good news because he won't get that be getting that wear and tear on his arm early on the season um you know, those are games that are high, very competitive. Um, he, you might not have the Mariners as you would as with the Mariners looking out for his best interest. Um, he could be pitching, you know, longer innings than probably he's ready for. So I think it's a it's a good deal if you're a Mariner fan. Yeah, I, I mean, we we just cut a pitching episode that's gonna. Um, be available Wednesday or Thursday this this week talking about the depth of the Mariners. It's a, it's an awesome episode because we we haven't really talked too much about the starting pitching here, and we we've kind of teased this on the last episode. We're going to be talking about it, and when we did the episode, we were concerned about this WBC and talking about the Wade Miley stuff and Smiley, Drew Smiley. Drew Smiley sorry, Drew Smiley. Talking about Drew Smiley. We did an episode where we were talking about the Drew Smiley stuff. We also were bringing up that he had, uh, Castillo had some shoulder fatigue to start off the season. But that's why we were looking at our depth in a positive way. Probably leave that in there. I don't know if we'll get rid of it. But also, 
thinking that this was going to be pushing us towards the six-man rotation. And this, you know, going off what Jerry said and him not being a WBC, it kind of makes it feel like we're going to be looking at that five-man rotation. And also, it definitely shows you the commitment to somebody that signed a big contract to the organization. You're talking about the rotation yet? During the uh, Mariner luncheon slash press conference, Jerry did say emphatically that they will only be going with a five-man rotation this year. Yeah, I whether we believe that or not, uh, we kind of. Oh, I believe it. I think I do, and we'll we'll get into some of this Jerry stuff now. How about we jump into that? It's a nice little segue. Okay. Let's uh, let's talk about that. Jerry had a lot to say. He listen. Let's be fair to Jerry. Whether you believe everything that he's saying or you don't. He's at least a guy out there that doesn't sway away from talking. He doesn't sway away from answering questions, whether he gives you the answers you want or not. He, he's, he's a very available